0: Guardians reliever Sam Hinch is now in the North Olmstead. Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Sam, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, happy to have you, man. I do want to know, just right off the rip here, we're going to rip the Band-Aid off. Um, it's Valentine's Day. It's it's also uh, report to, to to Camp Day. How did you massage this with your significant other? Well,
3: believe it or not, it's actually my wife's birthday today as well. Oh good Lord. Are um, are you
0: sleeping on the couch? How's this going?
3: <laughs> no, it's all good. Um so I had to kind of double up on the gifts and make it extra special for her. But no, it's it's good. It's nice to be back at the facility to um to see everybody how they were in the off season and, and get back to work.
0: So uh with that, I I, I am curious because there's a few things. We actually were just having a conversation about uh, uh, awful sports fans, and we mentioned Philadelphia. And so I know you're going on year three in the bigs. Is is there a uh, a sports fan or a town sports fan that you think of particularly as your least favorite to go play in, in the bigs?
3: Um, I haven't played in Philadelphia yet, but I have heard <laughs> um, that their fans are, are pretty passionate. I think that's what we'll call it. Um, and I think uh, New Yorkers are a similar way. Um, especially during the playoffs last year, they were they were really getting after us down there in the bullpen. Um, but I, I mean, I think that's just who they are in in nature. Um, if you're from from the New York City area, that's just that's how you are.
0: Sam, do you engage when when fans get on you, or are you one of the guys that just ignores it?
3: Um, you, you try to do your best to ignore it. Um, sometimes some comments might go a little bit too far, and I think that's when you see guys. Um, kind of chirp back a little bit. I know we had a little incident last year earlier in the season in New York. I think the fans may have taken it taken it a little bit too far, and and that's when you see the players jaw back. But no, I mean you you try to block it out as best you can, um, and just gotta understand that that's part of the game.
0: We gotta send you out there when when problems happen, cause you're like six six, and you weigh like two fifty. I would imagine the second you stand up, I would imagine fans talk a little less. Am I right about that?
3: Uh, Possibly a little bit. I don't know if I'm the uh, scariest dude, but <laughs> yes, I, I try to impose a little intimidation uh, with with my size.
0: Sam Henches, uh, Guardians reliever on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So last year was such a magical year. And even, I mean, man, I got to tell you, even in game five, I was like, they're going to do it you get you get to the 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 um the, the conference title round it's going to happen and and obviously you guys end up getting bounced by the Yankees in the divisional round when you when you kind of like look at all of last year how do you qualify what that team was and how that team went from a team that not a lot of people had ex- expectations to to pushing the Yankees to a five game series in the divisional round
3: i mean to be a part of it was a lot of fun, and, and you guys and other people of Cleveland and fans, um, I'm sure all thought that way as well. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a really good clubhouse, really good uh, staff, and everybody was very close, and um, that's what happens when, when you all come together. And um, I think we put together a good season. Again, we're very young, um, so we got a lot of the same guys back. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of breakouts from young players like Quan and, and Oscar Gonzalez, um, just to name a couple, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun to be a part of and, and we're looking forward to this year. How
0: given the pressure of a major league season, which, which starts off and it's spring training and it's, you know, you kind of ease into the baseball and then all of a sudden baseball starts and over the course of the season, the pressure builds and you know, all the good stuff and all the bad stuff and then you get into the playoffs and more pressure builds and then it just ends. Even if you win the World Series it just ends so after your second full season in the big leagues how do you unwind like that or how do you unwind from from all of that pressure to all of a sudden you don't have to go to the ballpark
3: i mean it it is kind of difficult um to kind of swallow especially when when you go out and you don't win uh your last game of the season but I mean it's just it's nice to kind of get that I think the mental break is the biggest part because you're so like you said, it, it kind of crescendos into the the end of the season, and everybody's all um, very anxious and excited about what's going on, and the emotions are high and then like you said, it kind of just ends so you just gotta um, I think the mental the mental checkout for about a week or a week and a half is is definitely nice, and I think it's necessary for our sanity as well.
1: Sam, do you get confused with the hockey player Sam Hedges from Minnesota as well?
3: <laughs> I do occasionally um I actually I just met him probably two or three years ago and didn't know, but we actually grew up like 10 minutes apart from each other.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, so yeah. what, how, how does that go? Like, hey, Sam, I'm Sam. Yeah, I'm yeah, Sam Henches. I'm was, Sam Henches. No, I'm Sam Henches. I Hentges. mean, I was,
3: getting, I was getting a lot of, of tweets and stuff yeah. about him. People were tweeting at me, but trying to send it to him. <laughs> um, and his mother actually uh, messaged me thinking that it was him, and I had to let him know just to tell his mom that he wasn't – or that she wasn't reaching out to him. But that's kind of how we were introduced to each other, and he's a really good guy, and I wish nothing but success for him.
0: So who gets confused for who more? Does he get confused for you more, or do you get more – you know what I'm trying to say. I'm confusing (laughs) myself here.
3: um, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I don't know if – I think most of it is on social media when people are tweeting or tagging us and stuff. Um, But I probably get confused for him more often. Sam, There's a a lot of those hockey fans up north are are crazy. Did you play any other sports growing up in Minnesota? I did. I played football and hockey in high school. Oh, what'd you play in hockey? I was a defenseman.
0: Ooh, yeah! Yeah, six foot six. Were, were, how long have you been? Like, were you six foot six in like a freshman year, was that late height? Um,
3: uh, probably my junior and senior year. I was like six four, and then six six. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I grew up playing hockey. I think I started when I was about five years old, wow. and it's, it's such a fun sport. And everybody from Minnesota, where I'm from, is is crazy about it. Sam
0: Hinch is on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Guardians pitchers and catchers reporting today in Goodyear. Uh, so a, a former NFL football player came out on uh, Barstool and said that uh, that that the NFL is scripted. Can you tell us? Uh, is Major League Baseball
3: scripted? Major League Baseball is not scripted. Um, that is funny. I have been. There, there's been a lot of buzz about that lately. Uh, with the NFL, and I think it's kind of funny. Um, I can't imagine it's scripted with with all the work that those guys put in and um, some of the crazy stuff that happens throughout games. Um, But no, baseball is, is definitely not scripted. All
0: right, but if you could script it, how would you script this year for the Cleveland Guardians?
3: Win in the World Series.
0: Would you make it easy, though? Or would you make it like a really compelling story, couple seven-game series overcoming adversity? Or would you make it just 120 wins in the regular season and just sweep
3: after sweep after sweep? I think a clean sweep in the playoffs would be how I would write
1: it.
0: I think Cleveland probably would prefer that after all the heartbreak that we've endured here.
1: Um, yeah, Sam, yeah. I, I want to ask you, because you, you were drafted right out of high school, right? So you didn't go to college. You were going to go to Arkansas, I believe, right? right? Right. So how how was that? I mean, being an 18-year-old kid, essentially, going into the minor leagues and having to become a professional uh, at that young of an age, how tough was that? What was that like?
3: Um, I think it was a pretty clean transition for me from a maturity standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think from a, from a pitching standpoint, it was not difficult, but I was very raw. I was a um, – a pitcher from a Minnesota high school, didn't get a pitch in a lot of games, um, in my high school games. Um, so it was, a, it, it was a long development process and, and kind of kudos to to all the staff members and pitching coaches that have helped me throughout my years and in, in the Cleveland organization and kind of sticking with me. <laughs> I mean, those first couple of years I was just out on that mound as a, as a little baby giraffe trying to figure <laughs> out how, how the body moves. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun throughout the development process and, and continuing to develop each and every year, and that's kind of a tip of the cap to, to all the pitching coaches that Cleveland has had over the years. Sam Hentges,
0: Guardians reliever in the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, you mentioned your development. Uh, so much has been made. Shane Bieber, Savali, uh, all, uh, Tristan McKenzie, the Guardians' ability – to develop young pitchers. Just seemingly an endless supply of guys that can start. Zach Zach. before them, it was guys like uh, Corey Kluber. Way back, it was Jake Westbrook. So what's the secret sauce with the Guardians pitching development?
3: I don't know if there's a secret sauce, and uh, if there was, I probably wouldn't give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, I mean, I think it's just a lot of hard work. The pitching coaches are great. They're very personable. They're very good at explaining um, their thoughts and, and trying to relate it to you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's like, I mean, you listed a bunch of guys, and there's a lot more guys coming up through our system too that are very talented, but also very hardworking. I think that's also something that Cleveland does a really good job of is um, drafting and acquiring high character guys. Um, so I think that helps out a lot as well.
0: Sam, looking at your 2021 and then your 2022, it was a huge leap. You became a huge part of the bullpen last year, an instrumental figure in what was maybe the best bullpen in Major League Baseball. For you, going from your first taste of MLB action two years ago to what you were last year, a real standout reliever. What was the key in that development? What had to happen from one year to the next, the the work you put in, whatever, to to have you be who you were last year?
3: I think it was just consistency, um, not getting too high or too low, especially in in 2021, not getting too low and kind of just sticking with it and having other teammates and coaches kind of backing me on that. And then last year, not getting too high. Um, But I think that's something that uh, a lot of, uh, professional baseball players do a good job at is is trying to stay consistent every day and not get too high or too low. So I think that's, um, yeah, that's where we're at. You have a
1: favorite N- Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> Probably National Treasure. Okay. okay, that's a good one. Yeah, our producer we, hates. For some reason, we've been talking Nick Cage yeah. today on the show. Our producer
0: hates yeah. Nick Cage, and we were <laughs> upset to find out about that because this is a pro Nicholas Cage show. So we just want to make sure you're pro Nicholas Cage.
3: Yeah, I like National Treasure and um, what's the other? The one with the uh, the Declaration of Independence. Oh, that is the National Treasure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, yeah that's definitely my the favorite. The second one?
1: <laughs>
3: no, I, I think the first one. First the first one. one I like more, the original. Um, yeah, he's a good actor. Sam. Thank
0: you.
1: Uh,
3: and we agree. Yeah, we and, agree. And
0: we thank you for agreeing with us. Sam, what's Tito like away from cameras?
3: He's awesome, man. He's very, uh, loves to talk smack. Um, he's funny. He's, he's very entertaining. Everyone, he's kind of someone who walks into a room and, and everybody kind of gravitates towards. And I think that's, um, speak for everybody in the building when, when they say that he's very respected throughout our organization and he's kind of, I mean, he's the main man and everybody likes him. Everybody follows him, but he is, He's pretty funny, man. When you when you get him get him away from the cameras and away from some people, he's uh he's he's a funny dude.
0: Do you have a Tito impression? Because we do one on air here.
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. What if, wait, I don't wait, know. wait, wait, wait. Okay. What
0: if I throw one out and then okay. maybe maybe we'll we'll build some trust here? Uh, because okay. all uh, what we do is we do break them ball. Borny. Oh, Borny.
3: okay, Milzy. Milsey. Millsy, Millsy, Millsy. <laughs> Millsy's a good one. Um, I think, uh, maybe we, uh, we play the game hard. We play the game the right way. It's Pretty good. It's pretty good. Breaking ball. I like the Millsy one. Millsy. The Millsy one's good.
0: So like five years ago, the first time I interviewed Tito on this station, I, 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 I said breaking ball to him and it went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> it did not go over well. <laughs> uh all right what are we talking what are we thinking about this year what's the bar this year for the cleveland guardians
3: um i think kind of just just to pick up where we left off last year i mean like i said earlier i think there's there's a good young core on the team and obviously you got the leaders like Beeves and police and hosey and um i think josh bell and zanino are going to play a, a very large role in our success this year but then you got the the Quans and the Gonzalez and the Brennan and, um, guys like that, that we can kind of stick together for the next couple of years and just kind of build what we've, we kind of established last year.
0: That's another one. Hosey. 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 Sam. Ah, there we go. there. There we go. Uh, Sam, we wish you the best of luck, man. Uh, by the way, since you mentioned it, um, happy birthday to your wonderful wife as well. And, uh, Hopefully, in about what is it, six weeks time, we'll be watching you on the mound for the Cleveland Guardians on the path to a World Championship this year.
3: Absolutely,
0: thank you so much, Thanks, buddy. buddy. Have a good one.
1: Thanks for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.